Welcome to another uh, episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything Glasgow's West End. This is episode 23. This, of course, is another one of those special episodes where I chat to Pat and she tells us what she's been up to over the last week or so and what's coming up in Glasgow's West End. Trying to make it more interesting for you, so we've done it slightly different this week. Uh, Pat's gave me the list of the things she's been doing and I've been asking her questions based on that. And we had a wee chat about various topics, some of which are not particularly cheery, but uh, I had to cover them. That includes, of course, the fire at uh, Glasgow School of Art. As I've said in the past, uh, we really would like to hear from you. Uh, send us any questions you've got, whether it's about uh, West End, whether it's about us, whether it's about things you want us to do and discuss, people, <coughs> people you want us to interview, really, really interesting people you know that you think that other people would be interested in. Just get in touch. That's the Jim at Glasgow's, Glasgow's Jim at GlasgowWestEnd.co.uk or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk or you can get Pat on the Twitter which is what would that be? Glas- Glasgow's West End I know I can't even remember to be honest with you but it'll be in previous uh, previous podcasts and I'll stick it up on the description okay so let's get to the chat Off. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Slightly new format this week, which is that uh, I'm asking the questions. That's fine. Do I usually ask the questions? No, usually I just say, which I should say anyway. Well, you kind of shut me up. <laughs> yeah. What does that usually say? Well, tell us what you've done this Pat, week, Pat. Tell us what you've been up to. That's what I usually say. Okay, and I'm going to say. And then you blab on for I'm, a bit. Go- I'm going to say. You tell me what you've been up to. <laughs> but instead of that, you've made me a wee list and I'm going to know that I can actually read the person you glasses on. Of all the things that you've done. And uh, before we start that, I think we should mention the terrible news of the week, which of course is the fire at Glasses School of Art. I know. Which I'm sure... Oh, everyone is just so depressed. Most of the people in Glasgow must be really it's depressed. It's funny, I know. I mean, I think everybody, like, feel... I know loads of people have been students there, and obviously, you know, they've got a special connection. But I think an awful lot of... I mean, I think loads of people feel they've got a special connection with that building. Yeah, I mean, apart from the folk that went there as students... You know, I suppose a lot of people walk past it, a lot of people walked in and had a wee wonder around it. A lot of people would go to the shows every year, you know, the, the student it was so end lovely. of year shows. So lovely. Do you, know, do you know the funny thing? I mean, the first time I was in the art school, I must have been about 17. And I thought it was horrible right. inside. I just thought it was so... So overwhelming and quite dark, dark and in the corridors. But that was just sort of, um, you know, I was only I was probably only in it 
a couple of times. It was um, because I, it was when I worked in the state bar, so I must have been about eighteen. Although I might have been seventeen when I worked there, and the the art students came in. That's where they drank the state bar in Holland Street. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I thought the art students were brilliant. And then we used to go to parties and everything, and I used to have boyfriends that were art students, and you know we would for various reasons you would be in, and and it was only later on really actually that I started to appreciate it, and what um I really liked, and I don't know if this ever happened to you, the people would take you like a way up, wee back stairs and all this, and show you a door or something with a wee special emblem on it, or show you... There were all these kind of secret things in that gorgeous library. Yeah. I mean, they never did that to me, but I do remember, as you, as you know, I went there when I was about 13. Mm-hmm. And you won the prize. When I won... <laughs> the art prize. Which I never tire of telling people, of course. Uh, so I was there for a year, going to weekend classes... Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what you mean about it being dark because the corridors, when you went in, you know, the corridors going left and right and it was very heavy, big brown doors and there was Mm -hmm. these white sort of marble or alabaster statues lining both of the walls. Mm -hmm. But when you went into the actual classrooms, they were all flooded with light. Mm -hmm. So although, you know, somebody who was maybe not working in it, would find it a kind of quite an oppressive thing after wandering mm-hmm. through the corridors. Actual working environments were pretty light. And also if you went up the stair, they had that big uh, stairwell. Yeah. Which again was pretty Well, that was lovely for us. Um, it was particularly effective for the shows. Yeah. We've been to so many shows down there, all the degree shows. Absolutely. We usually try and make a point of going to all the shows every year. Which I know you missed this year. But, um, I know, do you know, in a way I was quite glad then that I missed it actually, Jim, because I was so disappointed that I missed it, but I really felt, I mean, I just I just felt so depressed because I saw it late at night, somebody put up on my Facebook post and I, had been wor- I hadn't been on Facebook because I'd been working all night and then um, you had already gone to bed and then I, I looked and... Um, Somebody had sent me a message to say had I seen yeah. the art school and they put up in this image of it and I couldn't. Well, I just couldn't take it in. And again, I looked at it and I thought, I mean, I never. Because because of the previous thought, this was yeah, yeah, current. Yeah, that's I what I thought. Someone was posting something yeah. from four years ago. I know. And I looked at the date. I thought two thousand and eighteen. How can this possibly be the case? This is how can it be in fire? And not only in fire, it seemed to be. A million times worse than the original fire. Just looked destroyed by the time I seen it. I mean, it was pretty upsetting, mm-hmm. and you know, to, to and you can't get your head around it. Mm-hmm. Certainly at that point when it's mm-hmm. just happened, you think. And you've got so many um, lovely photographs. Yeah, of so yeah, school. I took quite a lot of pictures of that. Yeah. yeah, school, and of course we own to be own. What's the woman's name? The artist. Yeah, you know, that's not... It's out of painting, I think, no, But it's not her f- picture of the right, art school we've going, got. But it's a very familiar picture. Well, she gave yeah. us a present of painting. the, of the uh, windows in the West. Um, not the actual painting, of course, the print. Yeah, I walked past it. The, well, I, I tend to walk through Garnet Hill quite a lot. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, I was wandering through it today. I remember. I haven't forgot about the bloody art school. Had you? Had you forgotten about it? Well, it was in my head. Mm. And of course, I came across the. Did you not smell it? Well, you smell it. Remember the last time we were. You see the police car and then you Uh smell it. Remember the last time we were there a good while after that fire? Yeah. And we were were with your daddy actually. We were at the show in the other, in the modern building. Yeah, that's right. And you could still smell it. That's right. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen every single, you know, step in the restoration of the, when it, from the first fire. So it's kind of shocking because I'd actually just side. taken a photograph as I'm taking the scaffolding down. And I think it was like two days later and after that, that it went up again. I heard um, shocking. today, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that the fire actually started in the O2 building. Whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I seen today in the news that the, the builders said that all the things were in place. It was they had a night watchman, they had fire protection, blah blah blah. So, how come it went up like a well that tinder could, that could box? be the that could be they didn't have the sprinklers in yet. They didn't have the sprink, sprink, sprinklers in, but even so, surely somebody could have raised the alarm a bit quicker. Well, I suppose it's too late to say any of these things, but anyway. And then I think the other thing that went against them is because it's so high up on the hill. Yeah, I heard that. Waters. Yeah, and then they're not got enough water pressure. It's hard to get the water power. Yeah, that's true. The fabricate. Yeah. Anyway, it's... Oh, I don't want to think about it anymore. So that's the depressing news of the week. I suppose in the upside, the World Cup started. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's been some good games. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Spain and Portugal was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was super. I really loved it. Yeah, that was good. What's his face? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. He's a bad boy. He's no paid his taxes. Yeah, so you were telling me. But his ego is so enormous that nothing, nothing gets in the way of his... Well, not just his ego, obviously he's incredibly immense talent at the same mm-hmm. time. <laughs> he's immensely talented, he's very strong and he's hell of a focused. He's very focused. I mean, that free kick mm-hmm. at the end was quite unbelievable. Yeah. That was astonishing. Although I, I was a wee bit disappointed that Messi didn't shine. Yeah. Um, I like Messi. Mr. Bentley. You see, I like everybody that Ryan likes. Right. <laughs> Ryan likes, and also Neymar. He likes Neymar too, so it's supposed to do a little bit. And um, of course, we've got to congratulate England for winning mm-hmm. tonight. My yeah. God, they got off to a blinking... I mean, the first few minutes, they were, I thought they could have had about 10 goals in, and then it just... Well, um, Joe Hart scored. Then it just all went totally, totally flat. Cool. But there were a few, there was a few dodgy um, decisions. You know, I think they were... I think they were Kind of done there, a couple yeah. of things. It was interesting because, I mean, they played brilliantly those first 20 minutes, but, I mean, as I've seen you at the time, the guy who was, seven, I can't remember his name, one particular player, he must have missed about 12 different absolute sitters. <laughs> Daily. Daily. Is that his name? Something I mean, like I, I don't know whether that because they were also young, but... A real striker would have scored every single one of those. Yeah, Joe Hart is, well, they kept calling him the predator. 
Um, although, I mean, the commentators, the English commentators, do get on my nerves. I mean, they always, always have to. It's not just just now. For, you know, Alan McCoyce was commentating the other day, and it actually was, I think it was him today as well, with Sweden. It's funny, you know, and it's more, there's more lightness to it, you know, but also seem to be, they don't go away wandering off and kind of, Daft things. Yeah. I like them just to concentrate on when the, the game. I don't. You don't want all the wee. You know. Asides. I, I don't anyway. No, I, I, the, the I don't. That, that irritates me, and then I don't think it's fair, on um. I mean, maybe somebody especially impaired or something, they want to know what's going on. No, they just want to know. Yeah, what's they happening do. They do. They do wander and just ignore the game for a bit. You know, so you're watching it and they're talking about something else. Can I, like, I know, I don't, I don't that's, that's not... And then, well, it's just the usual stuff anyway. Well, the thing, I suppose the thing is, I don't think it's funny. I mean, I think, like, like some of the pundits in the panels, they are The panels have been good, mind you. They are, the panels are great and they are quite funny and they're enthusiastic and then they argue with each other and, I mean, some of the things that have been up, um, who's the... The guy, Keen, that oh, is right. so hilarious. Keen and what is it, Slavon? I don't know. Was it Slavon? Guy that kept touching him. I think he's. I think, yeah, yeah. He's touching his shoulder, and he. He's, <laughs> and his face is absolutely tripping him. You know, he's. It's not a touchy feely person. You know, you can tell. But I, I like and I like, I like Gary Lineker as well, and I love Rio Ferdinand and. Of course, I love Henrik Larsson. Your favourite. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think a lot of them have been smashing, you know. Yeah, like I mean, I watched the panel tonight, it was pretty good. I mean, I love the, love the football and the nice people. I feel sorry for the Tunisians, though, yeah. and their fans were great. Yeah, yeah, when they scored that goal, it was unbelievable. I know. It was worth it just to see the fans. I mean... <laughs> oh, they're so happy, I know. I, know. I felt sorry for them at the end. And I've got, to be, I've got to be soft spot for the Tunisians because when um, I said to you earlier on, when um, Maureen O'Donnell and I hitchhiked to Paris when we were 17, we, we met a lot of Tunisians who were dead, dead nice to us and dead helpful. helpful. In fact, we stayed in the um, City University and it was in the men's sort of their Dorm. area. area mm. So there were no women in it, but they put, put us up there. The only problem was when I went to the loo, I got locked in and I had to climb out over the top. And I was climbing out over the top and this man came in. Well, it wasn't a man, he would be a teenager likely, but he came in, of course, <laughs> climbing out over the top. It's in the men's toilets. <laughs> Right, okay. <laughs> I don't know if he was Tunisian. So it was, a, it was a men's place you were staying, so there was only a men's toilet after uh-huh, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you had to go. And they get stuck in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hedy okay. Lamdum, that was his name. Hedy Lamdum. The man that. No, the Tunisian person that was. Oh, right, so, it was on the panel? No, no, that was so nice to us. Oh, right, that okay. was so nice to us in Paris. Hedy Lamdum. I wrote it to him for years and years. Right, okay. Didn't know that. I don't know you told me before, I can't remember. Don't know. Anyway, I to look forward to in the World Cup. Plenty of games just started. 
I'm almost slightly overwhelmed by the idea of it to start with, but once you watch the, start watching the games, I suppose it's enjoyable. Anyway, the other thing, moving on, as you met a new writer for the website yeah, today. Yeah, that was fun. Uh-huh. Um, a schoolgirl, Lola Rose. It's a lovely name, isn't it? It is, yeah. Of course, I'm absolutely bonkers. I, I think probably because of Francis Rose, it's in your band. I would keep calling her Lola Rose, and her name's Lola. The her name is Rose, so I keep calling her Lola Rose. We sold, I mean, she, she didn't correct me or anything, so then I thought she should call me Pat Byrne all the time. Yeah. But anyway, she's smart, smart, lovely wee girl. I met her, um, well, she's 15, she's actually very um, mature for her age, smart girl, and doing well at school, keen on her studies and everything. And um, I, I met her, um, first of all, in the nice wee coffee shop in Queen Margaret Drive called William. And did she get in touch with you? She got in touch with right, me. So she wanted to she, write she, on that. Yeah, yeah. She got in touch with me because it's, she wanted to do a placement. Um, oh, right, okay. from her, well, I think they've got to do a placement. Right. and um, But she's she, she wants to write right. and she's she maybe journalism or something along that those lines so she emailed me a few times we exchanged emails anyway she came up today so that's her now got a blog on the website right good, good. and um it was quite interesting you know, I, yeah, as you know i don't say to MD, I, w- I wouldn't dream of it write about this or write about that i just say to them whatever interests you whatever you fancy so um, she's actually written about um, Leonard Cohen and this um, and Suzanne. Right, the, the song. So she was written about that and all her kind of thoughts on that. And right, okay. That's... So it's, it's, it's smashing, yeah. Good, I think it's good to have a you know, perspective from a, particular, a different generation, you know. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. lovely. I love that. Remember Pamela? Um, that um, she blogged very, very, for a very, very short period because she started studying. Mm-hmm. She was um, Italian. And then she wrote the piece on the website, 10 Reasons Never to Leave Glasgow. Oh, right. I, th- I don't think I remember that. Yeah. I don't know if you met her or not, but, she, but that, I, I like that. I think she was young to that kind of freshness and Lots of energy. Um, different ways of thinking about things. That's right. Not jaded, not that, not that we are jaded in any way, of course, but... Uh. <laughs> My God, I felt so jaded yesterday. <laughs> what do you mean? I was just so tired. Maybe tired. We, were, we were supposed to be going out and I couldn't drag myself because we went down to um, Kelvin Grove. Right, OK, well, I suppose that takes us to the West End Festival and what you've been up to in the West End Festival. Is that right? Is that where we're going? Yeah, yeah, yeah we went... Down to the, the big Sunday in Kelvin Grove Park. We didn't How get big out. Was it? I mean, we should have been down earlier because it was a really nice day. But I, I fell asleep and then we were late. I fell asleep on purpose, of course, because I was so tired. But um, it was good anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good, it was good to be wondering about it, see the, the last of the shows mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. folk. The ska and, band. The ska band were great. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted, I mean, I put a well, you put pictures up, I put some pictures up as well. And somebody came on and uh, commented on it and said they were called the 
Skeleton. They gave me the name of the band. Yeah, I can't remember what it they was. They were so good. That's funny because mm. I thought you were going to say um, Anne Marie McGregor came on and said, That's my pal. <laughs> and one the photographs. She, she gave the name of the band anyway. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, we never picked up. They were great. They were, I love the saxophones. I, I love the saxophones. Yeah, that was good. And um, I, I like I like when you see all the, pe- the wee families out together having picnics and I mean, it, it's a very diverse crowd that were there and yeah. different groups, different nationalities. and. That's a good yeah. thing about the West End. I was walking up uh, University Avenue today. You know me, I'm wandering about everywhere. But it must be some kind of open day or maybe there was a combination of an open day. I'm sure there was some people walking about in their gowns as well. But there was a lot of foreign... Well, either foreign students or potentially students. Maybe it was a graduation then. Yeah, it could have been. But there's, I think it's quite a lot of Chinese. But they were young folk. It didn't look as if they were students. I think there must have been an open day. But, but they were all over at the Wellington Church. Yeah. You know, I think they were just enamoured by those big pillars and the way it just sort of sits up in the, mm-hmm. you know, against the, the yeah, sky. Yeah, it was so great. Was that, yeah. Sitting up there and, and then they took a good view over to the university. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's kind of weird because you don't really see that very often. Just that, and you know, just talking about people seeing newness that we don't see. Mm-hmm. We walk past it, mm-hmm. but they're enamoured by it. So checking it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had another thing um, that's absolutely brilliant. Down there, of course, it wasn't just there um, yesterday. It's the the. Um, BMX. Oh, that's right. I, I riders and that. the skateboarders. They're so skillful. Yeah, all those young folk. I mean, it's pretty it's dangerous looking, but um, you. I've I've never actually seen anybody falling. No, they all just looked as if it was it was easy for them. And some of them their scooters as well. I'd never seen. <coughs> that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I don't know if it was a competition. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> well, there was there was uh, something, but we didn't see that. That wasn't a competition from we were there. I'm was something just going to start up. I think I heard a, a megaphone or something. Yeah. I think I heard a megaphone, and maybe maybe we should have hung on for longer. Yeah, maybe what else did you do at the festival? Well, we were in the um, Art of Words. Went along to that. In, in, in the Thistle Gallery. Oh, right, oh, yeah, So yeah, we, we did our wee stint. <laughs> I dragged you in at the last minute right. and rehearsed. Right. <laughs> and um, so, uh, but it was a good night. Yeah, it was good to see Gillian nice and good to see Mick. Mick hasn't been along for a long time with the Ten Writers because he's got his new baby. So yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. Karen McDougall, he was the headline act and then of course Gillian McDougall was there with her honest error people, the poets so that was fine it was good, it's a lovely gallery, I really really like it and Karen's very nice and then I, I went with John and, or did I mention that last week, this is where I get mixed up because I don't know what, what, what nights I've done what did I mention I went along with John to Hillhead Library did Things I mention that before? I don't know. I think I probably did. Anyway, it was that that was quite interesting. Anyway, it was all about nature in the West End. 
Yeah, I think you did. So, yeah, the other thing, um, the, the other place I went this week was I got an email from somebody to tell me that they had a new place down in Thornwood. It's called, I don't know how to pronounce it, I think it's Tulip, Tulipani. T-U-L-I-P-A-N-E. It's a, it's a cafe. Yeah, it's a cafe. and But it also sells flowers. Right, okay. So it's really lovely because it's got it. lots of flowers on display both outside and inside. So it makes it very, very attractive. And it was so reasonable. You know, um, I, met, I went with Anne and Francis and they hadn't... They'd had their lunch... I hadn't, so I got a um, a bagel with cheese and bacon, and they only had a scone, and then we all had coffee. So I said, "Well, I'll chip in more because obviously mine is going to be a lot more expensive." And I says, "No, she says no." She says, "I looked at at the bill. She says, but it was one ninety five. I mean, when, where do you get anything for one ninety five? I hope they can sustain that. <laughs> I'd worry about their business at those prices. <laughs> I mean, it was really... It was so get there before they put them up. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's unsustainable. Maybe that's good to... It was really to nice. tell people that. It's really nice. I'll, I mean, I would go back down anyway. If it had been two ninety five, I would still go back. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really nice. Lovely place. It's along the Thor- Thornwood End right. on Dumbarton Road. Very, very nice. And a lot's happening down there. New played quite a few, sort of... I think it's going to end up like Finiston. Right, OK. Gentrified. That, that end of... Um, it's going to get the cool vibe. Yep. Good. So what else have we been up to? Uh-huh. Well, there's a podcast, of course, we put out. Uh, you interviewed the Clear McCleary. Yeah, that went out on Tuesday, is that right? Yeah. Tuesday mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. That was quite interesting. I had to listen to that. Very good. All of these, all these people in the podcast are so inspiring. I know. And they're doing their stuff, you know, and they love it. I know. They are. <laughs> no, they're great. She's great. I mean, she's absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And I, I like talking to the writers and hearing about their approaches. And what about your novel? When's that happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a short story today. Oh, did you? Right, OK. No, very short. It was only 200 words. Right. It was my homework. Right, what was that about? Um, it was about a, a transgender person. All right, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very, very short. It starts off, um, my name is Sally Scullion. Right, so, okay, well, I look forward to hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not riveting. <laughs> Oh, it's not for you to say. <laughs> Might be. Oh no, I don't think so. Anyway. So you're getting that critiqued tomorrow? No, 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 no. It's just, it's just going in. It's just, I just, um, it kind of keep, keeps me, keeps the ball rolling a wee bit. Nothing's going to happen with it. Uh, 
I, I should have gone, actually. I was looking forward to going to the new gala day down at Mansfield Park in Highland Street. And it was on Saturday. Remember on Saturday I didn't go out at all mm-hmm. because I think it was just the, the art school and everything. And I, I'd, I, it was just so upsetting and I, I just hardly slept a wink and just didn't didn't go out. I was also upset last week because of the carry-on with um, SNP in Westminster not getting to um, bring a... I think that a filibustering in... The yeah, that was just scandalous. Scandalous. totally totally scandalous. I, I cannot understand that. I mean, that's been twice this week. I know, I know all this um, trope, silly man, that um, he blocked the private mem- members' bill for this upskirting, yeah, yeah. which is a disgraceful thing for anyone to do. So he blocked that law going through. Yeah, now, well, now, one word. Now, why, why do they have that? I mean, why? You wouldn't. If you were in a high school, if you were, say you had a, you were a teacher in a sixth form class and it was a, a debate or something, they wouldn't be allowed to do it. No, well, it's all about control, isn't it? You know, they, they... So they did that, he did that, stopped that. I mean, that's, anyway, they should have it a law anyway, a blinking back bencher. It's been a law in Scotland for 10 years. Yeah, and he's tried to make some kind of excuse that was to do with procedures, but when you look at his record, his record of is uh, appalling, voting against uh, all sorts of things. But they shouldn't do that because it was the same when John Nicholson introduced that Turing bill, yeah. which was about the pardon for um, for p- people who had been imprisoned and all that for when homosexuality was in against the law. That was blocked. Through filibuster, this filibustering. Yeah, people talking about so the same taking thing. Taking up the time. T- taking up the time. Now, then the SNP, none of them got to speak on the debate. None That's of right, them got single, to speak. Well, it was even just the SNP, not a single Scots MP got to speak about it. Uh-huh, nobody, and the tiny no, wee amount of time because, they, were uh-huh, they were given. Because the minister spoke the David whole time. Lid- David Liddington. They were given, and he's, I don't know what post he's got, he's got some cabinet post, Egypt. Um, he, he, uh, <laughs> I mean, what has he got to do with devolution? Nothing, nothing whatsoever. And he spoke throughout and no one else got to speak. Now, how can, how can that possibly be considered democratic? It's not democratic. So I was upset about that and I was upset about that school fire and I just was upset. <laughs> Yeah. So. So you never know. I'm kind of getting over it. I'm trying to over it. You're not over it yet. I'm not over it. (laughs) I'm not over it. I'll never be over it. Well. So. Anyway, but I've got some plans. Okay, so what's the plans? The plans didn't fit, please. Oh, the other thing I'll just mention while I'm having a wee moan. This is too silly for words. So, you know, I made all the, um, crocheted all the hats for... It says bizarre at the Star Wars hats. Yeah, yeah. So John came up and said, and said Liam wants you to crochet him a tea cosy, but he wants it to be a Star Wars tea cosy. So my brother Liam wants a Star Wars tea cosy. So I don't crochet normally in the summertime. 
I don't know why. I just it seems to me a winter, winter thing activity. to do, a winter evening thing right. to do. Okay. I suppose when it's light at night, I'd rather go out and work in the balcony or be out or something. Yeah. Anyway, so I start the the hat. Not the hat. The hat start the cosy. So I'm crocheting the tea cosy, and then John says to me, "Mum, it's not a round, it's not a small round teapot. It's a long tall teapot. It's a tall teapot." A tall, thin teapot. So I ripped it out and started again. So then I, I did the tea cosy and I gave it to John to take it down to Liam. So John said to me, um, Mum, he phoned me up and said, Mum, would you phone the eye cafe in Woodlands Road because I've left my bag there? So I phoned up um, and said, No, sorry, there's no bag. And he said, Could you phone Sainsbury's? So I phoned Sainsbury's, No, no bag. And then it, I said to him, what did you have in it? He said, oh, it was quite an old bag, but I had my swimming stuff in it and towel and what, whatnot. Anyway, he actually went in himself and they said to him, uh, oh, a wee lady came in with a bag, but she said she'd found it in the street. And she said, well, that, that'd be right because I'm sitting outside. But they just let her go off with it again. But, so, so then he said to me, I think you're going to be quite angry. Because the teapot, the tea, tea cosy was in, in the, the bag. bag. So I'm now on my third tea, tea cosy saga. The tea cosy saga. The Star Wars. And you've never seen the teapot that's got it fit, though? No, I've still never seen it. <laughs> I'm just what guessing. the chances of it fitting now? <laughs> it'll fit, it'll fit. If it's, small. If, it's not, if, it's, if it's too tall, I can rip it out. And if it's not tall enough, I can add a couple more rows. It'll be fine. It's just, somebody's going to have that. They're going to say, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen anything like it in their lives. Yeah, we'll figure goodness. out what it is right now. Anyway, on to this week. Okay, so where, what's happening now? Well, next Saturday we've got the summer ball that you're playing at. Oh, right. Oh, aye, aye, that's right, aye. Mm-hmm. That's Anne Morgan's fundraiser for the mental health charities. And it's all to do with her daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Sean dancing with another dancing with Shona because yeah. our, our, daughter, our daughter died. But um, I think it'll be a good night in the Pierce Institute. Yeah. So, and and you're playing your own with stuff. Graham Martin. Tosh and Fran. Mm-hmm. Francis Rose Kelly. Yeah, that's the one. And you have to play a couple of summer songs, summer. Yeah. So what's the one you're doing? Well, I'm going to do Sunny Side of the Road, isn't it? Sunny Side of the Street. S- sunny Side of the Street. Yeah. Get that right, Jim. Don't say road. No. No, I'm learning that. And I played it with Graham yesterday, was it? Well, never with Graham. Uh-huh. Yeah, we learned it yesterday. I've still got to learn the bridge, but... I've learned most of the words. So, how does he like it? Oh, he loves that kind of stuff, it's quite kind of jazzy. Mm-hmm. Well, the way we do it anyway. Good. Okay. Well, so, so if folk feel like coming along to that, it's a bring your own bottle and I think it's... Things starts it's quite just, early, doesn't it? It starts at six, it goes on till six till eleven, I think, and kids can come. Right, okay. So it's, and people love to wear, although I don't know how I'm going to manage this because I've not got anything like that, people love to wear like flowery summery dresses and the men have to wear kind of like Hawaiian shirts and like 
They probably wouldn't let us in. No. Us being goths. Eh? Hey. Us being goths. Oh, goths, aye. <laughs> right So, anyway, the other thing I'm planning to do is um, to meet um, Val and Rosemary and Margaret Brady from Rosemount, because it's two of their birthdays, and go to Yuzibi. Okay. Which is always fabulous. Just for a chin wagon. A chin wagon, something to Yeah. So, I really, really like Yuzibi. And Giovanna Yuzibi is one of the people on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. A couple of podcasts ago, very popular, in fact. Mm-hmm. That has been. Still is. A lot of people listen to that. Yeah. No, great. she's so enthusiastic as well. I mean, they've done a great job. That restaurant was brilliant. Yeah, it's lovely. The food's great. And then, um, I'm back at the hospital. The in- Remember I went on the integrative care week? Oh, right. The three days, so I have to go back there for... This is the final day on the Wednesday. I think I should have something somewhere that tells me what I'm doing, but I've, I, I, I can't remember... But I enjoyed it so much the last time, I'm sure it'll be good. So I'm doing that on Wednesday. And um, the mail is on on Sunday. Right. It's a lot on on Sunday. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to the Mela. What does Mela stand for? It's the Multicultural Festival, Glasgow's Multicultural Festival. Yeah, I know, I just wonder if it stood for something. No, I think that's just the name of kind no. of festival. No, no, it's always fabulous. So I hope it's a good day because it's so colourful and everything. I remember last year we went to the Willowbank um, Open Day, the bowling club. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. And um, I liked it. So um, that's on the same day. So we'll try and go there first. That's in the West End Festival. I think the, I do remember now. Yeah. The other thing that's on that um, is the it's incredibly popular is the All Deer at Orin Moor. That Sunday's the day for that. Is that one of those soul things? It's no, no. it's not a soul thing. It's, I think they've got all different kinds of band, but it starts early and it's on the entire day. So people buy a ticket for the whole, the whole day. And spend the whole day there. Right, okay, so in all sorts of different acts and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really, really popular. So that's on, um, and, but I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not going to manage to that, but um, I couldn't go to anything all day, it would collapse. But, but um, definitely go to the, the Mela. And the young folk um, love, um, or, I mean, Orenmore's great. I love Orenmore as well. That's been a fabulous asset to Glasgow West End. Play pie in the pint and everything. Mm-hmm. So what, we should probably finish up shortly, I think. Uh, the other two things that I might go to, um, I'd, I'd quite like to go to, are in the Hillhead Library. It's uh, two, two talks. The... Um, one of us called The Men Who Made the Clyde. Okay. And they usually only last for about an hour, so uh, and very interesting. And then, um, what's the other one again? Oha, 
the sort of history of Glasgow cinema. Right, well, interesting. Do you like to go to that? Aye, when's that? When is it? Um, I can't remember what night it is. It might be the Wednesday. Yeah, I'm interested. And on Thursday, this is my very, very last thing, Thursday I'm going down to Peebles during the day. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Meet the relatives? To meet the relatives. See Jean. Okay. I'll go with Liam. Right, oh, Pat. And have we got any uh, interviews coming up? Have we booked? No, I'm missing a few people getting back to me. Um... But there's other people I can chase up. Okay. I'd like to um, um, mention it to... What's it? Mm, Alistair Brickwood from Scots We Hate. The Scots We Hate podcast. Yeah, because he's so good at doing them himself. That's right. Good to do that. So um, I'd mention it to Alistair, so I'd maybe try and catch hold of him. Still waiting for Greg, Greg Kempill to have a window of opportunity. And a couple of other people. Okay, I think it's likely that Thursday's podcast interview will be uh, our fashion illustrator called... Francesca Waddle. Exactly. <laughs> and I think everybody's going to love that. I'm looking forward to that. That's a good one. Yeah, I looked at some of her stuff. It looks amazing. Yeah, she's an incredibly talented person. And she's got a story to tell, so... So that'll be good. So that's us. That's another... what. Been up to came to an end. Okay. Thanks, Jim. Bye. (laughs) Well, there you go. Another Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat comes to an end. Uh, If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. If you're finding this enjoyable, tell at least one of your pals, and uh, we'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.